Paul Powers, what are you doing? Fishing for lake trout and listening to this episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Reflux capacitors fluxing, crew to stations, scanning for and of Green Gables 1985. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the PaulJPowers.com Powers. All right. I'm glad to be here, Kay. (laughs) Glad you're here as well, Paul. And also for this discussion of the film, Anne of Green Gables, we welcome aboard lover of Jesus and stories and spooky season, blogger, podcaster, moderate geek, Shanine Thompson. Hey, Shanine. And token Canadian. And, oh, are you? Okay, awesome. From where? What parts? Alberta. Oh, that's in Canada. Nice. Very cool. And in addition to uh, Shanine, we have back aboard clergy chief of the pod, Valerie Powers. Hey, Valerie. Hi. Hello. (laughs) And now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Anna of Green Gables? Sure. The 1985 one. That was a mini series. What? I thought we were covering Annie. Anne with the E, the little redhead orphan girl. No, you got it wrong. Rewind. Come back. That could have been brought to my attention yesterday. All right. <laughs> Anne of Green Gables was released December 1st, 1985 in Canada. It runs mm-hmm. well over three hours around the 19 <laughs> minute mark past that. It's rated TV slash G. It was directed by Kevin Sullivan and it was written by Kevin Sullivan, Joan Winesfield, and based on the novel by Lucy Maud Montgomery. With lead stars being Megan Fall, Megan Follows, Colleen mm-hmm. Duerst, and Skylar Grand. The music was composed by Haggard Hardy. Are you ready for the box office trivia game? I am ready. Shanine, Valerie, are you ready? Sure. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> uh, you're just guessing where this movie ended up in 1985, essentially. And everyone here in chat is welcome to play along as well. Why are you giving that sign signal, Paul? Go for it. Because Anna Green Gables was made for about $3.5 million and was oh, released okay. theatrically in Iran, Israel, Europe, and Japan. But oh, cool. its earnings cannot be substantiated since precise ah. records were not kept after Cannon shot a newspaper editor who printed an unfavorable story about him in 1884. So, I hate sorry, no box office trivia this time. Ah. We soundboarded over each other, but you get the gist. Sure. We're just sad that time. All right, so no box office trivia uh, game this time. But uh, thank you for those factoids, Paul, nonetheless. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get into once Alice has located our target film. Alert, alert. Spirited Anne Shirley's turn-of-the-century life is not easy. She ain't my responsibility no more. But when the Cuthberts of Green Gables adopt her... This must be the Anne we've heard so much about. Anne's adventures are only just beginning. I can't imagine how I let that child worm her way into my affections. That's the one good thing about me. I never do the same wrong thing twice. It's the classic original series, Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, you know, that classic original series that I'm sure you all remember so vividly. In fact, I'm sure that me- that commercial brought tons of memories back. But in case it didn't, here is our memory, my mild synopsis of Anne of Green Gables. Anne, with an E, is kicked out of a foster family and is adopted in hopes of a cheap child labor for elderly couples farm. <laughs> but the mistakenly, but they mistakenly got a girl. Womp womp. Anne becomes best friends with Diana, goes to school where she breaks boards over boys' heads, falls off a roof, and gets her best friend drunk. Also, puff sleeves. Anne's dream li- uh, lived up to her expectations, a totally magical event. Matthew dies, forcing Anne to grow up, but it didn't embitter her, and Anne winds up falling in love with Gilbert. 
I mean, I don't know if any of that was. That seemed all. Oh, the this whole magical event thing. I don't know what that was. So we are obviously very much. Up in Canada. Decepted. No, there was not. And based on those very flawed memories, <laughs> not really. <laughs> what range did they lead you to predict this for this film before you watched it or rewatched it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with uh, you, Shanine. What was your prediction for Anne of Green Gables? Oh, classic. Classic? Uh, very. Oh, go, why Why classic? Yeah, break that down for us. Is it just because it was in Canada or some other reason, <laughs> I assume? I don't know. I think I grew up watching this a lot, uh-huh. so I have uh, okay. very vivid memories of the whole uh, thing. And I was like, awesome. there's no way it can have changed that much okay. since the last All time right. I saw it. Nice. How about you, Valerie? Classic for the same reasons. I, I loved it as a girl. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Paul, did you love it as a girl? I mean, Absolutely. <laughs> loved it as a girl. I watched it so many times, and then all of a sudden I looked around. It's Now I'm an adult. I don't know. Maybe it's because it was so long. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, cla- what classic, did you say? Yes. Classic? For- classic, okay. And you know what? I predicted classic as well. I remember enjoying this as a kid, and, and subsequent viewings, I seem to recall liking it. All right, so given that very glowing pre-approval of Anne of Green Gables, it'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about this uh, film or miniseries. Uh, let's spin up our... Best bits. The best things we liked about Anne of Green Gables. And let's begin, once again, with Shanine. What's one thing you liked about this film slash miniseries? Um... I love just how they portray just a simple life with simple dreams, bringing so much joy and satisfaction. Like, I don't know, things Mm -hmm. don't have to be like wildly extravagant. You can just have fun at the community picnic and having Mm -hmm. tea with your best friend and you mean you don't have to have aliens trying to destroy the world to have a, a good a good likable plot? No, you need I'm at confused. least a hundred million dollars in special effects. <laughs> <laughs> at least minimum. Okay. Yeah, just the very yeah, totally. The the simple like setting and do, do you feel are you saying that the setting was sort of simple or the story was simple or the characters are or you said the dreams, like what the characters the motivations? Is that what you're meaning? Yeah. Very nice. Paul, yeah, that goes right into mine because I said settings as well, but I meant more like the locations and the landscapes. It was it Mm. was beautiful. Like the I know the the wide angle shots were all filmed right there in Prince Edward Island, but the uh, yeah the close up more outdoors shots were filmed in Ontario, Northern Ontario. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. um, Okay, cool. It was a a great view of I guess the best of Canada, if you will. But uh, (laughs) it was very beautiful. You felt like it was very real. Yes. Do do any of you happen to know if that house is still there? If it, I don't know if it's on Prince Edward Island, but if it is, is it still there? Yeah, I think the, it's a museum, a, a movie museum. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, so cool. at one point, uh, the filming of the House of Green Gables became more popular than the real Green Gables on Prince Edward Island because... <laughs> I don't know where it is now, but like around the year 2000, it, it was more popular of a, an attraction place because of the, the these films. Oh, wow. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Valerie, what was something that was very cool for you about Anne of Green Gables? I love the music. <sighs> yes. <laughs> w- w- anything specific about like the how it matched the the the, the series or it was humble yeah. what was specifically about the music yeah i mean it was beautiful. there were certain scenes where um if the you know the wind was blowing and they're out in the field and then the music is just perfect for that moment it gets a little louder and it's yeah it matches the setting it matches the plot and it's just beautiful and just Awesome. You know what? And that was one of my likes as well was the music. I, I thought it, it sounded very akin to Somewhere in Time, <laughs> but I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, I just really, I, I thought it fit really well. It was really beautiful. And I I equally enjoyed it, uh, Valerie. <clears throat> uh, Shanine, let's uh, uh, circle back to you. What's uh, something else you liked about Anne Green Gables? 
Um, I think something that's always stood out to me about Anne's story is kindred spirits. And I just, I love that whole theme of like Mm -hmm. finding your people and just the term kindred spirit is so like, I don't know, cozy and nice. Yeah. Does she say that? I'm trying to recall. Because she calls Diana her bosom buddy, but who is, is it the aunt? Mar- Marilla and oh, then a lot of people kindred spirits yeah. Aunt Josephine okay. Miss mm-hmm. Daisy. yeah yeah that's the person I think awesome Matthew. okay yeah that is a sweet idea you don't hear a lot of that anymore and I feel like friendships just having friendships be uh, sort of a uh, a tentpole, I guess you could say, of a story. Mm. Yeah, yeah th- there isn't much of that yeah. anymore. Which you get is buddy cop movies, but that's about it nowadays. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, Vary, I'm going to go back to you again. What's something else you liked? Was it the the sort of the friendships, the kindred spirit element, or some something else about this this film? Um, well, what I wrote was actually something Paul already mentioned. I think that the setting is just absolutely mm. beautiful. And I actually have a dream of going to Prince Edward Island because of that's because of the book and the movie. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I I think that would be beautiful to go there for sure. Uh, I'm so I assume Valerie, Paul, you haven't been. I haven't been. Correct. Shanine, have you happened to have you happened to travel to there? I have not. It's definitely on my list as well. Mm-hmm. But all right. Well, we will just enjoy the pictures for now. <laughs> Uh, let's go to, uh, Paul next. What's something else you liked? I enjoyed the, the humor in this. Again, there's a lot of subtleties throughout this, this picture series that, um, but the, the humor is a little slow and like I said, subtle, but it made me laugh out loud in a lot of places, places. Yeah. Same here. Absolutely. Especially around the, um, the, mainly from the interactions of the characters, especially from Mar- surprisingly Marilla, who's not the main yes! character. Oh my gosh. But, I, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, uh, just with her interactions with Anne and she has very different mm-hmm. interactions with Matthew. And then it's very yes. different from Rachel Lynn and all yes. these interactions produce this unique humor that, and, and Colleen Durst with her subtle, like, eyebrow raise and her smiles or yes. nods. Or... She has so much, like, facial comedy. Yes. Just, like, how, yeah. But it's, it's very it's really... subtle, you know. And, yeah. and, she, and it, she does it very well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally appreciated um, Colleen uh, Durst as uh, Marilla. Yeah. But I'm going to say the something else I liked, and I think equally did a good job with comedy, not quite the same way, though, was Megan Follows, who played Anne, of course. Um, I thought she did a great job of playing and sort of like what – so I honestly thought they filmed her young, waited a while to film her older – but mm-hmm. as I'm watching some behind the scenes, I'm like, no, no. they filmed her at the same yeah, age. They did all- it all in within about 10 weeks. Yeah, so I thought they she did a great job, both her costuming and just her her mannerism. Yeah. She did a great job of portraying, like I think she starts as a twelve or a thirteen year old, and then yeah. by the end she's it seems like seventeen, maybe. She looks eighteen, but it, it's supposed okay, to be fine, from twelve whatever. to sixteen. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So I thought she did a fantastic job portraying that. So I was yeah, especially I was in her mannerisms and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She she feels very adolescent. It, how she and how she's responding to people and uh, reacting to them, and then yeah, she seems much more grown up as she as she uh, as she goes. But what's the most grown up thing? The most uh, eclectic? The most uh, 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 what would be the word? Uh, what's the refined? Uh, oh, what's fine? F- yes, best. But yeah, what's the most refined thing or classic makers about Anne of Green Gables? Uh, Shanine, I'm gonna. Kick it over to you. Is it Anne? Are you are you with me about Anne being the best? I mean, even though I didn't say she was the best, but <laughs> I mean, actually, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> <Called> <laughs> My it. classic maker is Anne. Um, oh, I've just I've always loved her view of the world and outlook mm-hmm. on life. Mm-hmm. Like she just yes. charms everyone she comes into contact with, including us as the audience watching her. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I just so I, I thought it was. Especially great that uh, she got over. There's this moment early on where she insults Rachel Lynn's character, and 
she's like, please don't make me do it. And but Marilla's like, fine, then you can go back. And she gets over her and gets over herself. She goes and like apologizes. And I thought that that showed a lot of maturity and likability because I don't think a lot of care a lot of. If you have the 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 protagonist, you don't want them to like be in the wrong ever. You want them to always be in the right. So I thought this actually gave her room to grow mm-hmm. in doing that. So yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. Uh, did, I'm curious, Janine. Could you have seen anyone else other than Megan Follows in this role that you think may have done a better job, or did you think she just hit it all the notes perfectly? No, she she is Anne yeah. for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm. All around, Paul, would you say the same well, for you? Absolutely, because Megan Follows is is my classic maker as oh as Anne. I mean, okay. um, it, there there are some people who are just born to play roles, and I think mm-hmm. she she was born to play um, and just at this young age because I've seen her in other stuff, and <clears throat> my goodness, she is quite the actress because she is not at all like Anne in some of these other things. Like, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. this slice of her life right here it's just extraordinary and when i've read the book and whenever i imagine it, it's like the she is the quintessential Anne for me absolutely now granted i haven't seen many other renditions of anna green gables and partly because i just like this one or her portrayal so much it's hard for me to give others a shot yeah, yeah, I totally get that. It, honestly, be like for I, I don't really want to give, wouldn't want to give any other, um, Lord of the Rings, uh, iterations a shot a reboot because I feel like the yeah. ones that were in the two thousands, the Peter Jackson ones were just you can't top that. Or I don't want to see Back to the Future get a reboot because right. you can't really top that right. that type of thing. Um, <laughs> let's go to Valerie. Did you did and slash Megan follows also make your classic maker or was it something else? Um, it's Anne specifically the character, um, and this is okay. more of a compliment to the author really than the movie because the the well and the movie because oh. the movie did a great job of of um, being loyal to how the author wrote her. They really portrayed it mm-hmm, well and mm-hmm. matched the book. Um, but yeah, I had read the book series before I watched the movie, and um, oh, okay, yeah, I she's the first character in a book or movie that I've really bonded with and related to. And I think it, she, has, <laughs> she has the unique combination of being both spacey but smart. <laughs> and she's mm-hmm. a daydreamer, but oh, she does yeah. well in school. And I mm-hmm. was always spacey in my whole life. And I was called, you know, a daydreamer, spacey. Why are you always off in your own world? So she gave me mm-hmm. hope and inspired me because, you know, she did well in school. I didn't do quite as well as she did, but I got A's and B's, you know. So she gave me hope that, okay. Uh-huh. I do have some depth. Even though I'm a little spacey, it doesn't mean I'm dumb. <laughs> so I love her. That's awesome that you could sort of uh, uh, relate to her in that way. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Paul, did have you read the books or listened to the audiobooks? I read the first these? one. Okay. Shanine, how about you? Have you read this series at all? Yeah. Okay, cool. I have not. Uh, because Get on it. <laughs> there's a movie. Why would I read it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that that leaves me. And you know what? My classic maker is not Anne Shirley, uh, actually. My classic maker has to do with the arc that uh, Marilla goes on. I mm. am so, I was just so, ta- uh, yeah, t- not really taken aback, but just so enthralled by her, like, not wanting a girl, not wanting Anne in her life. She, like, slowly warms up to her. Then they have that whole brooch, in- brooch incident, and she's like, ah, I don't. I'm, I can't trust her. She has to go back. And then it's like, oh, it was her mistake. But then she just goes more and more. Uh, she grows to love Anne as a daughter. And you see her and like her and Matthew have this conversation about how he it's, it's a great moment because he finally speaks up and calls her out and says, don't let her grow up to be as cheerless as we are. Mm-hmm. And and she just realizes that when she's going away on that train, when Anne's leaving, that Anne being in their lives changed them almost more than she changed. They changed Anne's life. And I just thought that was beautiful how they were sort of this, just like going through the motions. And then this, this girl came into their life, this, this child, and they got to actually flourish in their older age. And I, I, mm. I think Colleen Dewhurst did a great job of encapsulating that along with all the humor. So that was my classic maker for Anne Green Gables. 
I'm surprised no one said Matthew. I love Matthew. Matthew is great. If I, if I could have a longer look. Oh, go yeah. ahead, Valerie. Sorry, if I had room for four, I would choose Matthew. He's he's wonderful. Yeah, you yes, hear a lot of chatter was. about how good Matthew is. Yeah, he is. I'm. I I, w- I haven't really seen him in other things, but I would be interested he's to. Not really an actor's for actor's sake. He, or at least at this point, he was just known for um, stuntman work. Really? So, yeah. But oh, the director wow. I had no idea. met him and liked him, and he he liked him so much that he couldn't do like the first part of the filming. So he got a double. Like all mm-hmm. the faraway shots, like him going into the store, or him on the buggy is a double. Oh, really? So okay. Just to just to fit him in. Wow, craziness! Well, now that we've gone through the things we liked about Amgreen Gables, let's move on to things that aren't so. Oh, <sighs> sorry, guys. Looking through my notes, notice I forgot something else. Was it Matthew. So so sorry. No, it was stunning and brave. Each week, host Chris Cowan of the Babylon Bee and Nate Henderson of some boring budgeting job confess their privilege, spotlight stunning social media posts, and fabricate outrage, all while keeping you super woke and enlightened. They'll make you laugh. That's right. You have no choice. Check out Stunning and Brave at stunningandbrave.net. Those guys are great, Francisco, but what do they have to do with Anna Green Gables? Nothing at all, which is what you are about to become. Oh, this got dark <laughs> quick. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't really have a tie-in. I mean, there are comedy podcasts. There's comedy and Anna Green Gables. That's about it. But I knew you weren't going to go for that. No. So just, just because I knew that wasn't going to be a nice bridge for you, Paul, I came up with some trivia for you. How about, would you like to hear some trivia about Anna Green Oh, Gables? yeah, that would be much better. Thank you. All right, you bet. Did you all realize... That Colleen Dewhurst, who played Marilla, of course, actually grew up on Prince Edward Island, uh, which was the setting for Anne of Green Gables. So my question to you all is, given wherever you personally grew up, would you want to spend your golden years working in that place? So you could share. If you don't want to share where it was, that's fine. But um, whether, whether you share that or not, would you want to end up working there? Let's start with Paul. Um, I don't want to work in my golden age years. So. Too bad. You have to work. <laughs> I don't want to work now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Let's say you had to. Would you want to work where you grew up? I knew you were moving. Well, yeah, I'm an army. I'm an army brat. And we grew, mm-hmm. we, we moved every couple of years or so. So there's a lot of places to choose from. Um. One of them was in Monterey, California, Northern California, near the San Francisco mm-hmm. area. And that's kind mm-hmm. of not too hot, not too cold. So that would be nice. Okay. All right. Fair. Not Germany? You'd never consider that... Germany? Yeah. <laughs> but that gets a little too cold. <laughs> and the, the language and should the... be a barrier down, right? Exactly. Yeah. A little too wrath. Yeah. Uh, Nothing Shanine, against the Germans. They're wonderful people. Shanine, how about you? Um, I mean, I still live where I grew up. So, oh, okay. I so guess. get to yes. work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And can, can you see yourself still working in your like 50s and 60s if you had to at where you're living? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, cool. Ah! Oh my gosh, Paul. <laughs> and that leaves Valerie. How about you, Valerie? Oh uh, yeah, I grew up in Southern California, and I do love it. It's a little expensive, so if I was to move, mm-hmm. it would be because of it would be because of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, we, if we can afford it, I would love to grow up here. Okay, very nice. Great trivia, Francisco. Thank you, Paul. And now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about Anne of Green Gables. All right. And these all come from Facebook. Uh, Nathan James Norman says, one of my top five movies of all time. My girlfriend, now wife, made me watch this when we were dating. I tried to take a nap while I was on, but the story drew me in. My wife and I are currently reading through the series. Nice. Who will say Generation X podcasts? says, 
All I remember about it was a girl I liked. He remember. Sorry, let me re. <laughs> the, the, the phrasing of that. It's, it all depends on how you say it. Sorry. Sorry, Zane. He, yeah, he says. All I remember about it was a girl I liked was into it, so it meant I that suddenly I was into it. No, oh, okay. And uh, Christian Rish Victor. I always say. I'm sorry, Kristen. I think I always say your name wrong, but Anne is in my top five. Oh, very nice. <clears throat> but which Anne? Anne of Green Gables? Anne of Avonlea? Road to Avonlea? Which one? I guess Anne. So Anne isn't in Road two. to Avonlea. Very disappointing. Yeah, I know. That, that's one of the reasons I never watched it. But we're not. You know what? Speaking of things that we don't like, <laughs> let's get into our dislikes about Anne of Green Gables. Spin that, Francisco. Worst clothes. But I will tell you, Marilla, Marilla and Rachel Lind is in Aunt, A Road to Avonlea. Yeah. Why, why isn't uh, Matthew in it? <laughs> he was he died. They're in age, yeah. What? Well, he could do like a, a ghost of a Yeah, he's going to Obi-Wan Kenobi it, sure. <laughs> <laughs> do it! All right, Marilla, well, you t- need more brown sugar. Go buy 20 pounds more. <laughs> I was thinking, that's so much. And why, how is it that she just has a sack ready at 20 pounds? Is that like a standard measure or something? Yeah. It's for them rich folks. I guess. A whole dollar. Okay. Um, I'll start us off with the things we didn't like. It wasn't the, the 20 You're pounds of sugar at the ready. Usually no, say you I'm kick not. us off. Yeah, I'm not, Paul. Ha. Ah! <laughs> you play it anyway. That figures. Okay, so the thing I this is my this is my first dislike because I feel like it's necess, it's a necessary evil, mm. and that's Rachel Lind. Oh, Rachel I love, Lind. Yes, she's someone oh, that you love to not like. Yeah, yeah, she's a, a super annoying character, and I realize that she's a foil for other characters to either like go up against or to like she she's like the one that sort of I think steered Diana's mom to to being so uh irate with Anne. And so she sort of has that play she of like the devil on your shoulder. The stirs the pot. <laughs> That's a perfect way of playing. She stirs the pot. So I, I get why she's it's an I guess an easy way for the filmmakers or maybe even the author I, I not having read the books to get characters to do things to or to react to it, but I just hated her character I'll, I'll so much. I'll tell you what the 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 character isn't quite written as forcefully, but when Patricia Hamilton, the actress, mm-hmm. really got she she loved the role and and they uh-huh. they lo- the director and everybody loved what they did with it, so <laughs> they they like turned it up a little bit more. <laughs> Take this to eleven. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, that's fair. But so, but. Regardless, so, I didn't like her in the movies. You so. didn't like her character, what, what, not the actress yeah, who her played character. it. The actress did a fine but you didn't job. Like the character, know, the All character, right. exactly. Sounds like uh, the actress did a good job. Did you like it at the end where she, she gave Rachel Lynn gave uh, Anne praise for like doing well in school and all that? Are you tuned? Out? You, you tuned out by then? Oh, it's Rachel Lynn. I'm <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm tired of this character. I'm not listening anymore. Uh, Shanine, what do you wish you would have could have tuned out in for tuned out of Anne of Green Gables? Some of you disliked. All right, I I'm gonna begin with my caveat that all okay. of my dislikes are like the nitpickiest little things, and okay. like I'm basically an Anne apologist. So, all of my dislikes are like kind of, but not right. In this scene is not that good. (laughs) Okay, no. So, what's the first of the nitpicks? The first of the nitpicks is I, at the beginning of the movie, anyway, never really believed Mm -hmm. that Megan Follows was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, yeah, me, me Thank either. Because that was my first dislike. She's supposed <laughs> to be twelve to sixteen, but she plays. She could easily play, I think, fourteen to eighteen. But yeah, it's it's really hard to believe. Oh, this is a twelve-year-old. Oh, she aged a year. Okay, yeah, I believe that. Uh huh. <laughs> no, like the subtlety aging. Have you seen twelve-year-olds these days? <laughs> Look. 
And the rebuttal to that is, it's not these days, Francisco. Well, good point, Francisco. Megan point, whoever was that. 16 when she played this. She could have easily right. passed for an 18-year-old. She I looked know. older. Yeah, okay? I looked it up because I was, I was yeah. like, she has to be older. And like, right. we're so used to like 25-year-olds playing right. like 14-year-olds yeah, maybe... nowadays. I'm like, she's got to be older. Yeah. And I was so surprised. She's a college she student, right? 16. Right, right. Yeah, I thought she maybe... was college age as well. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what threw me is that I am so used to older actresses and actors playing younger yeah. that she, to me, she honestly looked like she could have been a twin. It's not but, a 30 okay. year old playing a 15 year old. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was my same dislike. It's like, I wish. Oh, really? Okay. As, as, as come on guys. An awesome, was your classic maker. What's going on? As here? an awesome <laughs> job as Megan did it. I can't help but wonder if, if someone a little younger would have helped sell that age more. Okay. Can you think of anyone like working now? Like if they were to make, you know, Anakin, actually who would you like back to in the nineties when um, the remake of parent trap came out when you have with Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, if she yeah. had done, uh, Lindsay Lohan's always been in her mid twenties. No, <laughs> you need to rewatch the remake. She, I've never seen it. So I'd have to watch the remake. Yeah. Go watch a trailer, but at that around that age, she looks she could be like twelve. Now it would, it, they would have had to pause filming because she did not look sixteen. Like within ten weeks, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know many people okay. that do look. You know, can do so that, much that, that age range. That you time, de- there's yeah. quite a big development between twelve and sixteen, yeah. rather yeah. than like yeah. it's more believable between fourteen and eighteen. You know that kind of thing. Yes. So the. Yeah. Whoever makes this is going to have a really hard time taking it to film and TV. Yeah. Unless they actually do pause and like wait right. for the character to age. Yeah, or sure. digitally age them without making them look like a child or something. Oh, you know, that's a good point. They could, I think they could probably have a better shot of de aging rather than that's what aging I mean, yeah. up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, let's go to you, Valerie. What's something that you didn't like about Anne of Green Gables? Uh, the. The length is a little long. It's a silly thing, but it's not a movie I can put on when I don't have the entire evening or the entire afternoon because at three hours, you have to really invest the time. Over mm-hmm. three hours. <laughs> yeah. 19 minutes, in fact, over three hours. Yeah, and if you pause it to go to the bathroom or get a drink, it's longer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so so it's just one of these where it's it's almost you can't just pick up and watch it, and so it's a you it can. sounds like it's a movie where you don't want to just start in the middle. You want to like devote an evening to if it. If you've never yeah. seen it before, you I'm sorry, Val. You can you can see. No, that's yeah. <laughs> if you've never seen it before, you can't start in the middle. But if you have seen it before and you like this, mm-hmm. then I think it's one mm-hmm. of those that you could start out anywhere and you can just like oh, okay. like mm-hmm. you're flipping through, let's say, and it's on. Like yeah, you can start. Because it's originally a mini series, so I think there's very uh very clear like oh this is where the first night ended this is where the second it's night ended half. type thing it's over an hour oh, and 45 half? minutes per episode it's ridiculously long oh i thought it was like an hour and an hour no. or 50 okay okay no that makes more sense actually yeah so you might as well <clears throat> just lord of the rings and watch it all the way through <laughs> all right fine paul i'm curious uh shanine did uh the length uh, be something that dissuades you from watching this, or was there something else that you don't like about Anne of Green Gables? Um, I don't mind the length. I'm okay with starting and stopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like a book. You can't. Yeah. Or a podcast. <laughs> hint, hint. Pause now. <laughs> wow. Come back later. Welcome back, people <laughs> who just paused. Yeah, welcome back from your pausing. <laughs> Continue, please, Shanine. Um, Again, super nitpicky, but occasionally mm. some of the acting was a bit stiff or a bit mm. over the top. Mm. I think I noticed it the most between like Anne and Marilla when Anne first arrived at Green Gable. Uh, and mm. then during the Lady of Shalott reenactment, Ruby Gillis. Oh, yeah. Just wild. Oh, my oh, yeah. gosh. Yes. <laughs> she died. She died. <laughs> Her acting. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree with her, but uh, with with her overreacting um, before she's be, freaking out that she thought she died. Just uh-huh. I was like, OK, I can see like, OK, yeah, she needs a, a few more lessons in acting. But then when she's freaking out, I'm like, 
This is popcorn time. She went there. Her arms right yeah. down the road. Which is totally believable as, as these are like young teenage girls. I could totally see that happening. Yeah, I think the character in the book was really over the top and over dramatic. Do you remember Shanine? Oh, yeah, she, she definitely was. was. Yeah, I totally remember that too. So <laughs> Um. But yeah, that I could, I, I didn't really get a sense of that, Shanine, the, the stiffness or I overacting for sure. I didn't really see much stiffness, but that's totally fair. I, <clears throat> um, let's go to Valerie next. What's something you didn't like? Okay. Um, this is interesting because I adore Anne, but it's actually part of her personality. What? <laughs> her pride and stubbornness drives me crazy. Like, oh, okay. yeah, the way that she won't yeah. forgive Gilbert. I'm just like, mm-hmm. come on. It just frustrates me so much. He, he goes out of his yes. way to, I mean, he has a few moments where <laughs> he bugs, you know, he, he has it coming a little bit, but um, I get the dance, mm-hmm. you know, when he, he refuses. Yeah. But I just, I want to just like, you know, shake it and say, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the character that she was written that way. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that, because of that, it leads to my next thing I don't like, and that's this series ends in a love triangle. If you've listened to this podcast at all, you know I hate love triangles. Wait, oh it's my gosh. between Anne and Gilbert. And Diana and yeah, Gilbert. Well, Diana, yeah, she's like, no, Diana said you can have them. No, no, she says he's fair game. Yeah, she wants it. She likes them. Uh, yeah, Gilbert and Anne's like, oh, who who fell asleep at the end now, Paul? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of Diana, did you know that she is the great aunt, or, or she is the great niece of of oh, uh, Catherine of, um, Hepburn? Yes, yes, yes. So yes. Catherine Hepburn <clears throat> went to the director and said, "You got to cast my niece as Anne." <laughs> well, she can audition, is what he said. <laughs> um, but she had naturally red hair. And was actually used to playing Anne on the stage. Oh, and, did she have natural hair? Because I saw pictures of her. I thought she had dyed it red. No, or, they had to dye her oh, hair wow. black for this and really? then put a wig on oh, it. Oh, wow. And then they dyed oh. uh, <clears throat> Anne's hair, which gets to my next dislike. Oh, perfect. Okay. Which is... That she had to dye her hair. And most of the film, or at least a lot of the film, her hair is not as red as it is strawberry blonde. Mm-hmm. I mean, she makes yeah. a big point about how deep and dark and red yeah. her hair is. I'm, it's it's kind of disturbing. I mean, when Rachel Lind points it out and says that it's so red, it looks like at that moment it looks like strawberry blonde, and yeah. she says it's like carrots. I mean, carrots. How dare you? I'm, I'm sorry, Anne, but it, that's what, exactly what I'm talking about. It doesn't look like carrots. Like, it looks. So yeah. I know, like, red hair is hard. Red is really hard to capture in the camera of all the colors. But it, having it look more strawberry blonde than deeper red, I I wish they would. It, since they dyed it anyway, let's push that a little more. Yeah, yeah. Up that to 11. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, you know what, maybe dyeing, like, hair dye technology was only in its infancy back whenever this was Yeah, in the early 1900s. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) When they turned the hair green. Yeah. It's amazing they had color film back then. I'm surprised. You'd think they could dye the hair, but all right. this documentary, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know how I read the the books before I saw the movie, so in my imagination, uh her hair was bright. Or deep red, because that's yeah. what the book mm-hmm. goes over and over that. So when I saw yeah. the actress, mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed. I mean, I, I like Megan Falls, no complaints, but and I can't think of anyone who would have done a better job. But I was like, that's not truly red hair. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah that, that makes sense. And what was a not truly the best thing? I'm crashing and burning with this segue. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so let's go to, the, let's just say, we'll go to the things we hated most about uh, Anne had being called Carrots, or the things we hated most about Anne of Green Gables, Good the film. Yeah, yeah that was much well. better. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with mine, because I, I, I'd be curious if you guys agree. So I think, uh, Valerie, you mentioned how long this movie mm-hmm. is. And for me, I, actually, I feel like this movie's or miniseries is paced really well. I was like invested the whole time, except Uh-oh. 
except <clears throat> I, I feel, for when I feel a fabulous fan fiction coming up. No, actually, no, oh, wow. no. Okay, it's just something I just really completely just edited out. <laughs> exactly. Okay, and I'm sure it's in the books, but where so whatever. But I hate when Diana gets sloshed. I just I'm ser- I'm like okay, oh, drunk. She's had yes, drunk. She's apparently had Marilla's uh, red cordial before, or wherever it's called. I forget if it's current or cordial, whatever it is. And then she drinks what Anne serves her, and she's like, "Oh, this is good." She's not like, "Well, this tastes off." This is time no, out. no, no time out. I'm gonna go. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'll, I'll I keep wait going. Till you're done. All right. Yes, wait till I'm done. All right. And so I, I wish she had like the 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 wherewithal. I don't know, presence of mind wherewithal to be like, "Yeah, this is off, Anne. Maybe I shouldn't drink this." And so this, I think, this movie for me screeches to a halt here. But I think it may just be be because. Of this inconsistency in someone's mental, like, uh, ability. And so it's not really like there isn't really a pacing issue here in actuality, but for me, there is. So that's my, my most hated thing about this film is when Diana just gets drunk. I'll, I'll, okay, Paul, go I'll ahead. I'll tell you where you're Why mistaken, am I wrong? Sir? <laughs> all right. All right. You, do. you probably are used to mass produced drinks and food where it's all bottled and canned and all the drinks taste the same each time no i make all my own drinks yeah. sure. what are you talking <laughs> so it's it's kind of like kool-aid where if uh-huh. you remember back in the day and huh? this is a poor oh, example yeah. yeah but each or cookies or whatever you want to do each batch tastes a little bit different no yeah well you need no, to go back didn't. in the 1900s when things were made from <laughs> scratch not like everything is evened out and all like the mass produced in the same you're quantity. telling me they didn't have recipes back then well that's what i mean it's well, d- d- recipes the same amount each time but it doesn't always taste the same each time i guess you know what the berries can be different year to year that's that's true I, yeah, yeah very good point mm-hmm so all right, we rest our the, the defense rest <laughs> oh their case. Gosh. Oh my gosh! Thanks for our star witness, the captain himself, <laughs> with the berries. I imagine though you can taste alcohol though not when if, there's alcohol not, well, content. Uh, all right, not if there's a, some people claim they can't taste it. I certainly can. It tastes like somebody poured like cleansing liquid in my yeah there's punch. like this this heat to it on the back of your tongue yeah like i remember when i would drink like uh like very sugary uh liqueurs yeah i mean yeah you taste the alcohol it's there you can't not taste it maybe um, she so. thought it was like the berries were like a little too i guess yes all right fine so for whatever reason that's my treasure maker uh girls getting Girls getting drunk, underage girls getting drunk. You would get along well with Rachel Lynn. I'm surprised that you. Shanine, <laughs> tell uh, Paul why why my tragic maker is right because I'm sure yours is the same, right? <laughs> no, hate oh, darn. Point, but <laughs> okay. What what did you dislike most? All right, this is actually a part of the movie that I really enjoy, but I think oh. it's one of the bigger discrepancies between the book and the movie oh okay so you know as a book lover that always does grind your gears a little bit of course yeah yeah um but i think there's just too much romance and drama between gilbert and anne oh there isn't as much much. it's not i think the focus of the book is really anne's relationships with like everyone on the island Mm -hmm. especially like Mm -hmm. matthew marilla diana yeah of course and like her growth and belonging and things like that and her romance with gilbert doesn't really blossom until the later books Mm -hmm. oh it's like hinted at and stuff and there's sure like the hatred between them and things and the rivalry Mm -hmm. but it's not there's not as much drama in the books as Mm -hmm. there is in the movie got it that makes sense uh, I, I I like that. Uh, I wish it could have flowered, but I know I know it flowers more in End of Avonlea, the the next movie. Um, but yeah, I just I just hated that. I I I think I would have appreciated if it was pulled back on and there was less romance. I think I would have liked it just as much. But um, but that's totally fair, Shanine. Thank you. Um, 
let's go to Avari next. Did, was the the introduced romance something you didn't like? Uh, was that your tragic maker or something else? I love the romance. I, <laughs> that's really the drama. I mean, it, it frustrated me, of course, that she wouldn't forgive him. But that scene yes. <laughs> on the lake, where, you know, he rescues her. I thought it was hilarious. And um, yes. I think that they're equals. I think they're intellectual equals and they both have a lot of spunk. And so I love their friendship um, mm-hmm. as much of it. You know, it wasn't really a friendship, but you know what I mean? But my um, yeah. my tragic maker in this, I don't hate anything about Anna Green Gables, but I felt like the ending was a little oh, bit. Can I, oh. how about this part where Diana gets drunk? That's something worth hating. <laughs> no, I didn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. That's the things that about you. um it's the ending it's um it's very sweet but it was frustrating Mm -hmm. for me because there was this build-up and maybe you're reaching that it was overdone but there was a build-up between her and and gilbert and i was rooting for them because i like gilbert and so i kind of wanted them to kiss and i understand why they did like you said it's not it's not yet in the books right it it hadn't happened yet but i wanted I wanted that finale with the kiss because I know that some people probably wouldn't watch the sequel. And if you do mm-hmm. read the books and the sequels, their romance to me is so beautiful and so amazing. Mm. And so I, I wanted that hint. I know what happens later. And so I'm like, come on, get, get, get a, you know, have a <laughs> kiss or something. It was very anticlimactic. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. <laughs> How dare you, Paul? Um, but okay, yeah, and that that's totally fair. I honestly um incepted them or decepted a memory of them kissing at the end, so I was mm-hmm. surprised that they didn't. Um Look, but I gotta say, while watching it, I don't think he earned the kiss. I don't think he even earned the right to call her carrots after that. If if really oh yeah, like if he had done if I was her and he called me that, I was like, All right, we're starting over at square one, buddy. <laughs> what <laughs> I think she had grown to the point of accepting that name, though, as a yeah. But as a, I, I don't know. I need more than three hours. Now she lived like three or three or plus years to get used to it. But as an audience member watching it, I'm like, let's oh, okay. Let's that would be a little as a subtle as it was. I would appreciate <clears throat> something a little more subtle. I guess I don't know. Uh, okay, all right, that's fair. <clears throat> what what did you? Uh, what was the most unappreciated thing for you about this film, though, Paul? Let's end with you for Tragic Makers. To me, the worst thing about Anne of Green Gables from 1985 mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that... Um, it doesn't have a DeLorean. Right. There's no Doc Brown. There's no... <laughs> no, is that the the modern... Even, even back then... I was about mm-hmm. to say the modern going audience TV, whether you're watching on TV or movie, and if you're in like what Japan or Europe or wherever this was released, um, yes. it's too long and slow and boring. Like oh a lot of gosh. people, I don't think would have the patience for this. It's not like you said. We said it's it's not action packed. It doesn't have. It's not heavy on the drama. It's very long, and I think it would turn a lot of people off. Even though that, um, it that a lot of people like it, I think there's just not. It's just not in that taste to appeal to the more general audience because of that. I, I mean, I could see that. I guess. I mean, for me, like I said, it, I felt like it clipped along. All the characters I was very engaged in, and why? Yeah, it but was, if you were, if you were to say, but, "Hey, you want to watch a, a movie about a girl that's like coming to age, and it's three and a half hours long, <laughs> and it feels that long," except it doesn't feel that it long. Does. It doesn't. It can. <laughs> I, I guess. If if it's weird because if you said like some other movie, I'd be like, eh. but if you said Amp Green Gables, I'd be I might be like, oh yeah. I guess we'll see what we really feel how we really feel about this in our final rating. And if you're done, Paul, I'll go ahead and kick us over there. Oh, ah, oh my gosh. All right. Now that we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer, Alice, you have a firing uh solution for us. Let's get the salvo authority ready. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. All right, guys, time for the moment of truth. Do we rate Anne of Green Gables from 1985? 
a classic. We'd recommend anyone go see this, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic. It's worth seeing again if you saw it as a kid or a young adult. But if you've never seen it before, probably pass this one by. Or is it a tragic? It's not worth anyone's time to watch. If you've never seen it before, keep it that way. And if if you have seen it before, don't sully any good memories you have of it with a rewatch. I'm going to start with uh, Valerie. The same was your final reign for Anne Green Gables. You had predicted, we had all predicted classic, but what was your final reign, Valerie? Classic, which is hype for me because she's my favorite author. And I am a little bit more loyal oh, really? to the book. Yeah, I'm more loyal to the book than the movie because I, you know, I experienced it first, but I still, I still absolutely love the the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. So classic from Valerie. Mm-hmm. How about you, Shanine? How, what was your final rating? Oh, classic. I'll recommend classic as well. in any form to everybody. In any form? <laughs> do, oh, I, do, have you seen other iterations, like other film iterations of Anne Green Gables, or is this your like only the old one? black and white ones? There's I black haven't. and white ones? Yeah. Um, oh. I started watching Anne with an E. I guess mm-hmm. I don't recommend that one as much. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Let's say the book or the movie. I reckon. You have this one. Yeah, yeah. You have the book. You have this one. That's all you need. Yeah. All right. Very fair. Uh, before we go to uh, Paul and I's, uh, we uh, ask you all that support us on Locals what your final reign is. And we uh, sort of average those out. And if we were to do that, we would get a nostalgic. So we had uh, average together. The reigns are nostalgic from locals. So we have two classics and a nostalgic. Uh, Paul, what is your All right. Uh, final Let's range? see if we can push that, keep that away from the classic. I don't see how because I rated wow. a classic. Because, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, even as long as this is, I think it it's like the – Lord of the Rings movie. I think it's better the longer version. Think of this as the extended version and just watch it. It's great. I recommend it to anybody. As slow okay. and as long as it is, I I say if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor, carve out the time. I'm not saying it's an absolute must, but if mm-hmm. you're into slow, delightful, charming little <laughs> movies, then give this a watch. So, but I feel like slow and boring's a disqualifier for you, or is that not? For classic, not movies. in this case. This is the this is one of the exceptions. <laughs> one of the exceptions to the yeah, rule. It's All quite right. exceptional. All right. <laughs> it's practically perfect in every way. Um, all right, very fair. And I guess that leaves me. I don't know, guys. That Rachel Lynn really got under my skin, but not so much to make this anything other than a classic. Because yeah, I I, I enjoyed this through and through. It was such a delightful. Uh, film to revisit. I would definitely recommend it. I would, I'm trying to get uh, Ashley. I was like hoping she'd watch it with me. She wasn't interested. I'm hoping maybe my kids will watch it, but we'll see. I think, I think for kids that their age, they're currently 11 and seven. This might be, I mean, that's the age I saw it at, but for them, this, this generation, it might be too. That's what I'm saying. But a lot of films in the eighties were were slow yeah. and boring. <laughs> yeah, but three hours, a three-hour A's versus a 2001, uh, a three-hour 2001 is a bit different. Yeah. Not three, the, not 2001 Space Odyssey, but movies in Like Lord of the Rings, 2000. Exactly, yes, I, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, well, with all our reigns combined, we are Captain Planet. No. Um, <laughs> with all our reigns, uh, the Retro Rewind podcast rates Anne of Green Gables a slightly disputed classic uh, film slash miniseries. We'd recommend anyone go and see it, whether or not you've seen it before. Right, who but now voted it's on locals? Let's take names. And- <laughs> back to our own time, good old 20XX. 20XX? Crumb sat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1985 to begin with if it weren't for our, our amazing reflex capacitors, namely Deborah Powers, Geek Devotions, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Ruiz, Kennethin, Fabulous Lomax, Rosie Lomax, That's Our Babo, D. Tungsten, Dale, Mr. Loss, Daryl Hafner, Cool Deluxe, Redeemed Otaku, in addition to two other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming, and if you want to help us keep And if you want to help keep us flying and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support. And I will say in that regard, we are going to be doing um, 
Well, I'm calling a supportathon, which on a- April 16th, we're currently recording this in 2023. On April April 16th, 2023, I'm going to be doing uh, a live stream. It, it can go as short as six hours. It could go up to 12 hours long on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Um, you and every time four someone times then this movie. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's all I'm going to do is just watch this movie. You get to watch me should... watching this. No, not at all. <clears throat> or watch all three. And then you have little breaks in between. That should cover it. I'm not doing that. Don't worry. Ooh. I'm going to be. Oh, I recently. No. Com- <laughs> I recently completed uh, every game that comes stock on the SNES Classic, the little mini system. Yeah. There's 21 games. And on April 16th, I'm doing a boss rush. So trying to beat every boss with a limited number of lives. Uh, and seeing if I can do that uh, in that time frame. Every time you uh, there's a new support on Locals, we'll do a wheel spin. It could like take one of my lives away. It could increase the length of the stream. It could do uh, sorts all sorts of effects. What? And there's that's amazing. It could do that. It is. Are you being facetious? No, I'm, being I'm not real. sure. Like, how does that okay. even work? I'm in my like living room, and I can make you die or extend your stream. It's amazing. Not, not really die. No, not die, but the character on your that oh, you're playing. No, you don't make me die. You have me. So I start with twenty one lives, oh. and if you support, if there's a new supporter on locals. I'll lose a life. So my, if I get down, uh, like I could potentially have one life to beat all the bosses, and that seems completely impossible. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. Because every time, let's say I beat five bosses I and I go through all my twenty one okay, lives, so it's not I have to start from the very beginning. Like, okay, no, okay. no. No, no, not where right. you, not sorry, how you're thinking. This isn't Nick Arcade, Paul. Yeah. Jeez. But uh, there you have it. All right. Also, a little bit behind the scenes. I think it's it's uh, it's quite interesting, quite cool that we're review, uh, reviewing a story about a red haired girl, and we're recording it on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so yes. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Absolutely. Twenty twenty three. This stream is sponsored by pauljpowers.com. <laughs> and while we're, uh, let's continue that, that thinking train, that gratitude train going, as we uh, also want to give a big, let's say Canadian hug. Ah, they're, Canadian. They're so nice, hey, don't yes. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First of all, to Shanine Thompson for uh, coming and sharing your thoughts about Anna Green Gables. Is there anything cool you got going on? And how can people find you online to find out? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the Hoot and Howl or Instagram at Hoot and Howl Tales, T-A-L-E-S. Um, I will be blogging over at the Hoot and Howl dot WordPress dot com uh, website currently under construction, but be talking about geeky things and faith over there. And I also podcast on First Geek 411. You can find us on Twitch every Monday night. Nice. Very cool. Speaking of websites, I should have said a big reason we're doing the support thon is to help uh, hopefully raise some money to go toward uh, a website improvement that uh, we're trying to do. Oh, we're trying to help Shanine with her blog to get that up and going? I'm not that altruistic, Paul. No, this is all about Retro Rewind. (laughs) Oh, you mean Retro Rewind podcast page. We also need a, a reboot, I guess, huh? Yes, everyone. It's the season of reboots. All right, <laughs> and let's move it on. Let's keep the gratitude train going. Thank you so much to my wife Valerie Powers for joining us and sharing your thoughts about yes. Anna Green Gables. Uh, where can people find you online? I'm on Instagram as Hazel Genixer. Cool, nice, <laughs> very cool. Thank you so so much, uh, Shanine. Thank you so much, Valerie. My awesome uh, green-shirted friend, Paul, and all you Rewinders, new and old, for another fun voyage with us. You're welcome. And you can find me, pauljpowers.com, at pauljpowers.com. <laughs> Whoa. And you can find me on our Discord for show announcements or just to say hi. Join us there at retrorewindpodcast.com slash Discord. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created anew in story. 
point your web browser to culturebox.media. Where's that voice coming from? Anyway. The, the ship. That, that, <laughs> That's the soul of the ship. That deep voice leprechaun just said we're part of Culture Box Media Network, and he's absolutely right. Find out all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at leprechauns.fun. No, it's at culturebox.media. And with that, Captain, it looks like we need to wait for the next riddle to unlock. Hopefully. Indeed. Thank you, XO, and thank you all for listening. We pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for the next episode and help us figure out what that should be, what that's going to be by solving our riddles from our ship's logs on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Fourth dimension of doing mission complete. Decoding next riddle. View our P-Ship's logs for more details. 